Welcome, everybody, to another week of the Soccer Thread Podcast. It is the podcast that just won't die. Um, we <laughs> Certainly on life know, support. It doesn't, doesn't matter how many of there are of us here. We're still going to pod. We're still going to try to pound one out every week. Uh, we may never all get four of us on a pod at once, but here we are. Um, as you can tell, this is not Dan Traders. Ryan Palmer from uh, Portland, Oregon. Um, Weather update, just as this is strictly for Mike. It's cold here, but when I say it's cold, it is below 40 degrees. So um, people are losing their minds. Um, Colin from the swamp, you got some Relatively snow. Relatively balmy. Yeah. It is. We, yeah. It's, we're soft. Yeah. We, we got a little snow, the first snow of the winter this weekend. Uh, lovely, though. I honestly, I, I snowblowered it and shoveled it and. Had a good time out there with my son, so no complaints. No complaints about the snow. I'm going to be honest with you. I miss shoveling a walk. I really do. Uh, when it snows here in Portland, it shuts the city down, um, and it's, like, not good snow. It is re- it's less than an inch, not, sh- like, good shoveling snow, icy it's just no fun. It's no fun. I miss a good snow. I miss a good shovel. The feeling that you get after you shovel a walk, you get the oh. piles of snow and you got that clear sidewalk. It's just an amazing feeling. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's weird to me how uh, shoveling a sidewalk is like redeeming and like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Let's do it. It always mm-hmm. feels good. Exactly like you're saying. It's a feeling of accomplishment. Shoveling a driveway sucks. I don't know. It's just too much. It's too much for that driveway. I'm, if it's I'm, a foot of I'm, snow. I'm grouping driveway and sidewalk all together. Oh, so. Sometimes a driveway is just too much for me. I'm just, I want the snowblower when, it's, when we're talking driveway. Let me, let me ask you, do you um, what are your thoughts on shoveling your neighbor's walk? Like how far do you go? Are you, are you extending the shovel? I'm do glad you, st- you is asked. A hard this line? is like the topic of my entire weekend. <laughs> uh, my neighbor, my next door neighbor, John, who does not li- not does not listen to the pod, mm-hmm. uh, has lived in that why house. Why not, John? Why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Has lived in that house uh, for like forty years or whatever, and he is the uh, block captain when it comes to sh- snow removal, mm-hmm. right? It uh, okay. Let me explain the situation. <laughs> the block he, captain. He, his, the hot, where I live, I live in the suburbs, but the part of town we live in, the bare, we have barely any yards, right? So he has barely any driveway and the frontage of the house, you know, the amount of sidewalk you have, he has is similar to like Cliff living in, in Philadelphia, right? It's like 10 paces of, of sure. sidewalk, right? Right. And, but he has the biggest snowblower you can buy, like the manliest, <laughs> like, giant thing, uh, big orange, costs $800, right? And it's like, why he has that, I don't know. So, but he has it, he's a 65-year-old man who that's what he, he wants. You're like, great, great, John. I love it. Uh, but he works at Trader Joe's, and he, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't understand the grocery industry, but he has to be in there at like 4 a.m. 
So when I when I wake up or whatever, I you know I get downstairs, I take care of some some uh, parenting responsibilities. It's like seven a.m. maybe, snow still falling. I'm gonna go do my first round, and I have a puny little snowblower, or I'm using a shovel. I'll always do his right. It's mm-hmm. ten paces. It's easy. Right. And uh, I then I'm also I know he he's got the he's got the Big Bertha, so yeah, he's got that. He's got that good. He's gonna game. pay me back, right? Yeah. I, that's all I'm. I'm thinking. And so this weekend it worked perfectly. I'm out there, snow blowing at seven, say, and his maybe even before that, maybe six thirty, and his wife Dottie comes out and is like, "Hey, thanks for doing that. I'm going on my little snow walk. I love it when it's fresh snow, so I go on a little walk early before everybody shovels or everybody's out." <laughs> Thanks for doing that. And I'm like, hey, no problem. Of course, I'll always do that. John gets home from work at 2. It's still snowing. You know, I'm dealing with kids at that point. Of course, I see John doing my sidewalk, which is because I'm the corner house. My sidewalk is easily five or six times longer than his. Right. And Ooh, uh, I want to talk about that corner house. Yeah. And, and he just he takes care of it all. No problem. I mean, he's, John is out there, to be clear. John is out there doing the street. He is snowblowing the street to make you everyone's put- parking spot perfect. You gotta put like, you gotta put that to work, man. If you're gonna, if you're yeah, gonna buy exactly, that thing, you gotta, exactly. you gotta you know, it's gotta pay for itself. He's uh, he's out there for a day out with his snowblower, basically. He's just <laughs> looking for shit to do. So I fucking love it. I love John for it. But you I mean this is maybe just me being a bad person. I know John, I know Dottie. I would do theirs anywhere, even if John didn't have the big bertha, just because it's easy for me to do and I like those people. My other neighbors, uh, I don't know. And they're not like friendly to us, and so mm-hmm. I do not. I do not help them out at all. Wow! Wow! All right. So here's here's the first of all, um, put some respect on Dottie's name and say it like you would if you're in Boston. It's Dottie. Dottie. Uh, Is John so. and Dottie, and, and they also <laughs> live there with George. Hey, <laughs> um, George. I so recently, I'm sandwiched. So I I'm next door to the corner house, and uh, I don't really talk a lot to our neighbor. On, in the corner house, nice lady, um, but I got talking to her son the day that it snowed here in Portland. No one owns a shovel here, so the, the shoveling etiquette is a little weird here. Um, <laughs> it's like you're so the guy with the I, shovel. I got, yeah, I'm the one guy with the shovel, right? Like I'm, I'm like John, but um, it's you just know, a I, shovel. I have the shovel. <laughs> um, so I'm out there, I'm shoveling my walk, and I usually, you know, I'll try to get whatever's around me. Um, and I'm talking to uh, our next door neighbor's son. First time he's been been home, um, first time I've met him, we're chatting. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll do your walk. And so I quickly do the, the front of their lawn or their, their sidewalk. They're on the corner, so I don't know, I don't know what, how much to do. So I, I just do the, I don't do the corner part. I don't turn the corner, I just go straight. Um, yeah, okay. But the, but the conversation, it, it lasts too long. I have to go back inside. My parents are here uh, watching my baby. I have to go back inside. I usually do our next-door neighbors, but no one shovels here anyway. So it's just like if I, the snow's going to melt pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're texting with our next-door neighbors, and uh, my wife let it slip that uh, I had shoveled um, Gina's, but not walk, theirs. But not theirs, because I didn't oh, have you... enough time. 
And I, I felt so bad. I was just like, I was trying to think of things. I didn't, I didn't have time. Yeah, I thought about it. It crossed my mind, but I need to get back inside. I felt so it's bad. It's like an inch of so snow bad. too, right? Oh, I, it was gone in, in two days. It was gone. Yeah, but it would have taken you all of what? I know. I should have just, I should have just done it. But I was, I was out there chatting for like a half hour. I get back in the house and my dad was like, where were you? Were you shoving the whole, the whole block? And, yeah. you know, turns out I wasn't. I was just chatting. I should have been shoveling the whole block. That's, but I mean, this but is then, a problem that would, that would not happen to me. And it, you know who it definitely would not happen to is Mike Samuelson because he doesn't even like people. He would never get engaged <laughs> in that conversation. It's perfect that he lives in Minnesota. He's got a lot of shoveling to do. He has no time for talking to people. Did you, you see? Just be out there, there was, get the shoveling done. Uh, we've gone way off the rails. It's great. There yeah. was a, some like Canadian politician recently um, tweeted a picture of his wife shoveling their walk. He was inside. Uh, took a picture of her, was like, she's a frontline worker, she's a doctor, she just had a really long shift, took a picture of her shoveling the walk, he's like, I can't believe my wife, she's amazing, I guess I should make her some breakfast, and just got absolutely cooked on Twitter, <laughs> just cooked, it was amazing, it was amazing. Yeah. The shoveling etiquette, uh, we need Dan here definitely to answer some shoveling yeah, etiquette, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he could... Uh, uh, he could definitely add to this conversation. So anyway, um, yeah. it's just the two of us. It's a two man pod. Yeah. Um, I remember last year, last year in the, the beginnings of, uh, or whatever zoom calls, my boss at the time, who's not my boss anymore, uh, had a window. He, he was, you know, his, his setup was in his bedroom and then his bedroom window uh, of his house looked over on his driveway and one time we were, it was a snowstorm, and of course you're still working because you can work from home. And uh, he had been always complaining to me about his snowblower, and he has this long driveway. And, you know, it's like kind of one of the, those things that you just like always talk about with the person because you know it, it's like a, a thing you know about them. Right. And then, so it's, so obviously it's snowing that day, and I'm like, how's the snowblower working? He's like, yeah, it started. Like I had taken it to the shop and whatever, and now it's working. And I see in the background, out his window, his wife, who was also at the time, you know, like homeschooling and raising his three kids while he works right. all day, also doing the snow blowing. And I'm like, dude, all these stories you're telling me are just fabrications. She is doing all the work. You uh, do nothing. I love it. I love it. This is only like, you know, Pedro uh, cannot relate to this conversation. Like, is there any like specific yard? You this is specific yard work for like Desert. upper Midwest. Northeast, like yeah. this is this is etiquette. Is there anything in the you know Southwest that like you do that's neighborly for each other? I, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't maybe even know. Share water, maybe it's water like, someone's lawn would be my guess. But <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, all right. So this is a, it's a two man pod. Um, that's our snowblower talk for uh, for the night. Maybe. Um, I hope not. Let's just I hope we get let's, more. Ju- let's jump into emails, Colin. Uh, all right. You're gonna take emails. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do the Mike Samson emails. Uh, all right, this one is from Pedro. He says, uh, what's up, Soccer Thread? For some reason, uh, he made a late-night spontaneous decision to sign up for a local Sunday league, soccer league, and he, he doesn't know how he should feel about this. Terrible He's, decision. Yeah. He says, what are some tips you have for people who have never played Sunday league before? If, listeners, if you don't know Pedro from all his other emails he sent us, he's a, he's a youthful individual i don't know his exact age but it's i would say uh between high school and drinking 
Is that that's probably right? <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, uh, what are some tips? Uh, was this a poorly thought decision? Should I have thought this out further? Let me know what you think. I haven't played competitively since 2015, which means he was a child, and, or recreationally <laughs> since 2018. So there's that. Um, Palmer, you've already said while I was reading the email that this is a bad decision. Yeah. Tell me why that's a bad decision. And I and, mean, yeah. That's I listen. I'm saying that this is a bad decision in my current body, in right. my current mindset. Yeah. So you Neither know, I'm not. Pedro. I am not Pedro's age. This is great for you, Pedro. Go out, meet some people, have fun. Um, but for me, my only decision to play Sunday League was just to get a run in. And I did not want competitiveness. We've had this conversation on the text thread. I don't need people yelling at me. I don't need people telling me to mark because I'm not going to mark. I'm not going <laughs> to play defense. I'm going to try to run a little bit. But my ultimate goal is to, uh, you know, be able – I walked onto the pitch, and I want to be able to walk off of the pitch. Um, and unfortunately for me in my, in my Sunday, Sunday league career, uh, has, has, that has not been the case. Multiple injuries, a couple torn, uh, torn hamstrings. Um, so my goal is just don't get hurt. Just don't get hurt. That's, yeah. That is the goal for me with Sunday leagues. So don't play into a league – that, you know, is going to be uber competitive. Don't find a league where, you know, you're playing with a bunch of guys that think that Jose Mourinho is going to walk through the door and sign you to Roma or wherever he is. Um, play in a league that is going to fit what you want out of it. So for me, it was running around. I used to play in a co-ed league uh, that was great. And, you know, maybe at some point, when I have time, I might join it back up. But they were just there to have fun, um, and that's it. No yelling about marking, none. It was great. Yeah. I mean, if I had – I think that you're, you, where you ended there is, is my only advice, which is I think at this point – I mean, to be clear, I'm retired. I'm fully retired from, from men's league soccer. Uh, but I think – in my illustrious men's league career, I played in probably eight to ten different leagues. And the reason I played in eight to ten different leagues is not because I needed that much soccer or, I don't know, whatever other reason you could come up with. But it's because I had a specific thing that I liked about playing soccer, like a specific level that made sense for me. Like, good enough that we're connecting passes. Right. And I liked a little bit of yelling, a little bit of, like, responsibility so that you can be like, hey, yeah, like, let's, let's try to play a little better. Uh, let's try to, you know, feel like we're out here doing something. Uh, but listen, you could but, say but that. But also, you we're pretty shit. You, like, could, you could just say, hey, let's try to play a little bit better. You don't have right. to yell it. No, I... <laughs> right. So it had to be, you know, a team in a league that could, could deal with my uh, tough personality. Uh, but, you know, so, like, I, I want a little bit of competitiveness, but also, like, I'm not that good. Right, like so, it can't be a league that's there's like leagues obviously that are just the play the the players are too good for me. Like I, mm -hmm. I can't play in that league. Right, that might have the might be a great league. Those guys might be nice guys to play with, but I'm just not good enough to play with them. Like that's not gonna be fun either. So um, I think finding that is is a lot of it to me. Is like finding Here. the right level of for you competitiveness. You know. 
I'll, I'll call it like asshole-ishness. Because I definitely played in ones that were too, definitely too much for me. Like, and that weren't even that good of high quality. But just like the teams were always pissed at each other. Like, there were, you know, there were always issues on the field. Like guys, uh, you know, like little non-fight fights and shit like that. Yeah. You're just like, what am I doing right. here? Like, that, that's, that's that shit not for me. me. Right. Here's, here's your, this is your benchmark. This is for me. The jersey. What do I need to wear? If it, yes. if you just tell me, hey, wear a red shirt. That's a good I'm sign. In. That's a I'm good in. sign. Yeah. Right. If I gotta buy a kit, there's numbers. There's something going on. I'm there's just, matching shorts. I'm you out. Watch out. Watch. I'm out. out. Yeah. Absolutely. That's if it's it's a t-shirt league. I'm in. If it's if I gotta get a kit, it's way above my level. That's, yeah. that's, that's my, probably, that's my, that's, that's my watermark. That's probably fair. Uh, I will say the two best men's league experiences I had are my, like the, when I think back on like the most fun I had playing, uh, one was essentially organized pickup, which was just like Tuesdays and Thursdays. We play here. Jason brings the pennies. You only make it on the email list if you weren't an asshole in the previous ones. You just get cut <laughs> off the email list unceremoniously if you've been being an asshole or not passing or whatever. Like, you just, any reason Jason doesn't like you, he just leaves you off the fucking email list. And that was the best. That was the best. Because <laughs> only the people after a while who were there were like, oh, people who will pass the ball, share the ball, not foul anybody, uh, and just would like to have a good time and then go home. That sounds great. That's my and, level. It was a fucking phenomenal. And then the other one was um, a futsal league where we played in a gym. And, you know, there's a lot of things fun about it. But I was a little bit more competitive. But then every single person on our team afterwards would go to the bar and have a beer and a burger. Yeah, and that's. I think that's the other, the other level is the people that you're playing with. Can you go and hang out with them and have a drink? Like there, there's a social aspect to this as well. Oh, so for sure, for sure. That has to be, I think, factored in because yeah. if it's yep. just you playing and then you just get back in your car and go home, then that's not very fun. Yeah, um, if you, that, that, honestly, that is very unlikely for me to be fun. If it's like I know nobody and I'm just going to go play and then get in my car right. and go home, that's pretty unlikely to be fun. You are burying the lead here. You didn't you play in like some men's league championship game at the uh, Union Stadium? Yeah, I mean, is I, that, am I dreaming this? No, I mean, I definitely played on men's league teams. In again, in well, of the many I played on, uh, I played on a couple different teams that ended up being above my level, right? Where I played right back. And I hustled, I was at the time in very good shape. I hustled very hard. I did my job. I passed the ball. I did never turn the ball over. And people were like, okay, you can play right back for that. Nobody wants to do that job. That's, and, and so I could play at a higher level where every single other player on the field was a better soccer player than me. They all played Division One, right, soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I played on a team that played in, like, the Philadelphia City Championship, whatever that means, or, like, at – at uh, the Union Stadium. And then I also played in the same kind of deal. I played in the league, the league where I referenced a couple weeks ago that I played against um, Jeremiah White, who's like a local Philly legend guy who played on the men's national team. So, but both those teams, when I, when they were, when I was playing and those guys were so good, were not the most fun I had playing soccer. Yeah. Right? 
for sure not the most fun I had. The one right. team that that played in the state championship stuff, uh, that was fun a little bit when they were a little bit worse, and I like had a bigger role on the team, and I knew more of the guys from other leagues that I played in the, with them. Because that's another part about this that I enjoyed at least, especially when you're young, you don't have shit to do with your life. Like you can play with these guys on Tuesday. If you're a good guy, they like you. They needed a guy on in their Thursday league. They call you. They text you. Say, hey, can you jump in? It's an orange shirt tonight. And you right. can play with them on Thursday, then blah, 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 blah. And you, you get in a circle of guys who you actually like playing with. And they already know the leagues, which are the leagues that, like, fit your level or whatever, right? That's how I got on all these different teams. So, yeah. But, yeah, sometimes, uh, I don't know. Sometimes uh, it's fun to have those experiences, but they're, they're just not the, it's not what I would choose. Yeah. My other piece of advice for Pedro is do not... Unless, of course, this is what you want. But do not, do not tell anybody that you have any goalkeeping experience. Oh, my God. That's the worst mistake you could do make. Do not say that. Don't say that you could play goalkeeper. Don't let them know that you have gloves in your bag. Do not. Don't. Yep. If yep. someone needs gloves and you have gloves, you keep them in your bag. You don't. Do you not burn your let them today. know that you play goalkeeper. Unless that's what you want to do. That's great. But as soon as they find out that you have some goalkeeping experience, it's going to be like, oh, he's a goalkeeper? Put him in goal. That's terrible. No one wants to play a like, Sunday league goalkeeper. No one. No one. That's terrible. Unless, it's a terrible job. Unless, of course, unless you want to, then You're all dumb. power to you. But, I, yeah, don't let them know. Just yeah, don't if, if let If you're a halfway know. decent goalkeeper who will play Sunday league or whatever, any men's league, also you're just going to be on everyone's speed dial. Yeah, and um, and you'll never and if you're there to play, like in the field and just like get a run in, like I was, uh, then you'll never be able to do that because they're gonna be like, oh, you, you can play, you can play goalkeeper. We need a goalkeeper tonight. Uh, Palmer does that, and that and that sucks, and that's sucks. not fun. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I remain very quiet about my goalkeeping. You should. You should. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my other piece of advice. If you do get stuck back there, make a, a costly gaff early. There it is. Right, exactly. They'll never sign you up again. Um, uh, right. What else we got? I was gonna, I wrote on the run order, that we, but we've already gone pretty long on men's league. Who would be a great <laughs> men's league manager? Yeah, be, meaning that you can't just pick uh, Jurgen Klopp because he'd be a great manager of anything. Uh, right. Because men's league players are by definition washed up. Uh, so they have to be a washed-up I mean, manager. No. This, listen, we covered this a couple weeks ago. The, the answer to this is Richarlson. <laughs> yeah, he, he has applied for it. the position. He, put, he has clearly he applied the team, for the position. The thing about managing a, a, a men's league or adult league is uh, you have to be able to gather the troops, right? Yeah, you, yeah. There's an issue every week. We're not. We're short, right? We're always Charles short. You're always short gather. numbers. He was That's able another to thing tw- you're going to find, Pedro. If you have other right. friends who play soccer, you're going to be a very valuable player on your team because you'll be like, yeah, I can get a guy. I can get a he guy on able, short notice. He was able to gather a bunch of guys and just randomly on a Saturday and and. And, and get, get a, a run game. in. That's yeah. that's the key to a good uh, men's good or a Sunday league, league manager. Uh, yeah, uh, manager. true. So yeah, you gotta gotta pick someone like uh, you know my pick in the clubhouse is Harry Redknapp. 
He's washed yeah. as a manager, right? He's 100%. not getting jobs anymore. But like Jamie Redknapp, his sons, uh, football connected. He's gonna get. He's gonna get guys. He's gonna get players. He's always brought players back to teams that he's managed before. Uh, so I think I think Harry's Harry would would have been my pick. But you make can, a great point. It's just it's all about ability to get players onto the field. Can we get a shout for? I didn't like Ranieri. Uh, Give his players like chocolate and stuff after the game. They oh, yeah, parties pizza. and things. Yeah, pizza uh, a, a good manager is going to buy the first round of drinks. Ranieri is yeah. going to do that. Oh my god, so that's he'd be he'd be a great manager too. Yeah, yeah. So, who would be the worst manager? You want to talk about Mourinho? He would be terrible. That uh, the worst manager. I also thought about. It. I didn't want to ask you because I th- I thought I was already putting too much on your plate. But the worst manager, who is a washed manager, would be Andre Villas-Boas. <laughs> he would be, he, he's like the guy that emails too much. We all have Yes, exactly, these, exactly. Have he's experience. already on PowerPoint. E- <laughs> he emails, talking about last week's game, talking about yes. the tactics, yes. saying, calm, you know, right back, I'm not feeling, you know, you got to get involved in the offense a little bit more. I want you more. underlapping more instead of overlapping. He's got he's got tape on the game. He's watching the game. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. Anyone sends you. you an email with uh, <laughs> people's names, like in a you know in a formation, formation. If they make you a formation, they're like, hey, this is how we should play this time, or this is how we should line up. Just just get off get that out. team. Get out. As, get that out is not standard. Every team is not like that. I have received those emails, and I've immediately <laughs> been like, oh no, oh no. We need a change in leadership here. Uh, that's great. That's great. Totally fine to talk to talk about that. If you're me, on my teams, Palmer's teams this might be a level too high. But if no. you're during the game, if you want to be like, hey, you should, we should put it up more. We need another guy in this part of the field. We should play X midfielders instead of Y. Yeah, totally no. fine. Totally acceptable. After the game, I don't, it's over. Only beers. Only talking about beers. Only having beers. Chilling. And the next game, it's blank slate, clean slate. You're just playing a game I, of soccer. I don't need that during the game. I'm <laughs> not just, even during I'm the not, Don't tell Palmer where to be at any point. I'm not, he's I'm not changing float. the he's way do I his play. Thing. As long as he's not <laughs> exactly. in goal, he's happy. I'm here, I'm here to get a run in. I am not changing the way I play. Let's not because, act like you're going to run. Because you like, think you're that gonna you walk. saw something. You're going to walk. You're here to get a walk in. Maybe a jog. I, you know, I, a change of pace. Can we can we call it a change of pace? <laughs> yeah, I'm here to get a change of pace in. I'm here to change pace from my shoveling. My shoveling was a little slow. I got caught chatting during my shoveling, so it was a little yeah. slow. I want to get a little bit, right. a little bit more action than the shoveling. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, I, back to you. That's that's the email section. Soccerfred at gmail.com. I mean, shouts to Pedro for giving us 20 minutes of content. Yeah, we love amazing, talking men's league. Amazing stuff. Um, all the right. lower league I, we can talk about, the happier we are. Men's league is the <laughs> lowest, so that's fucking gold for us. Um, I don't have a ton of soccer to talk about because I just have not been able to watch a ton this weekend. But um, the FA Cup was this weekend. So Magic of the FA Cup. Third round. I mean, that third round is when I feel like all of the wild things happen. Um, it's when the giant killings are available. Do you, let me ask you, do you like... I think given COVID in the last couple of years, um, there's no replays anymore. So it just goes, draws go to extra time. Do you, do you like this? Is this a thing that 
you would like to see happen throughout, like once, you know, maybe if ever, whatever, if we ever get out of this? Uh, I mean, specific, I, I like it as a, as a one, like an MLS, for instance. It's, yeah. It's just better to have one knockout. That's just right. better for the product on the field. I don't care much at all about the product on the field for third round FA Cup weekend. What I care yeah. about is the uh, dude who ate the pies on the bench, right. and like the scene in the behind, like the what you can see in the background at Marine AFC, and like whatever all this, all every fucking weird shit. Like that's what yeah. I want. So, right. <coughs> excuse me. Um, so like that's the magic of the cup, and it's this is the weekend that's on display the most. Because it's right. the first chance with the big teams in it, so you get the smallest teams still in it playing biggest teams, you know. So uh, I want those teams to have the incentive or like get the opportunity to, you know, if they're playing at home, get the draw and then get to go on the away trip to Old Trafford or whatever it is, right? right? Like that's amazing for them, their fans whatever like those those players never thought they'd play in in a place like that right so it's like me going to the union stadium or whatever like yeah i was like whoa these facilities are great amazing but, the same fucking playing thing the union more camps playing the union more, yeah yeah it's true except i'd be playing the union that'd be right great we would lose uh i don't know maybe 40 50 zero um <laughs> maybe not I don't Maybe know. Not. I don't know. Like we saw have today. To see. You have to Maybe see. Depends not. on uh, kind of lineup they put out there. Uh, yeah, and how much you hustle. How much I hustle. Yes, it's really mostly about me. <laughs> I control that. Um, no, I just like, I was going to say that Morecam, who played Spurs, their yeah. like social media team, like put out a couple tweets that were like fawning over the facilities, basically. Like just tweets of, of Spurs' new stadium being like, oh my gosh, it's amazing to play in a place like this. Like, yeah. that's so different than, right, like, I don't know, a team in the league coming to play them and wh- whatever their social media team's putting out. It's not like, we are so honored to be here. This is so right. fun. Like, right, right, right. You know? So, yeah, that's, that's the magic of the cup. I want more of that this weekend. I want this weekend extended and the rest of it compressed, basically. So. But so, so are you, do you like, do you like the, the replays then? Because, like, if you yeah. get a draw. So yeah. let's say, for example, Spurs, you know, um, I'll bump the Spurs talk up here. Spurs shrimp, the Morecambe shrimp uh, yeah. scored first. This is yep. a team that is in a relegation battle in, I don't know, League Two? I believe um, so. It could be League One. Uh, and they score first, right? They brought 2,500 fans from the seaside um, to the big city, which it's just the story is amazing, right? Uh, if they if this game ends one one, Spurs have to do a replay at Morecambe Stadium. Um, and are you in favor of this or, you know, why not we why don't we just do like if you're if you are a League One team and you draw Spurs uh, in the FA Cup draw, you automatically host right. If you're below Championship, then you're hosting anybody. Championship and above. Uh, I mean, well, I appreciate that. It's also that when they go play at Spurs and they split the game, they get to see the right. They get to they see get the, half the, the money, and that was like yeah, a really yeah, big yeah. deal for. I can't remember which club recently. Um, 
that was like in a financial bad place, and they got to split a gate with Arsenal or whatever, and it was like feels huge. Like, feels like it could be Barrow. Barrow, I feel like was in financial. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, that's there is. Well, we don't want to see any club in that situation. There is certainly romance in the idea that you can like, maybe it's the first legs at your home ground, and you get that draw. And then you get to go away, and that like saves your club. the The result you get on the field saves your club financially. Like that's right, awesome, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I like the just randomness of it or whatever. Just being like, you know, we play wherever, and then the the the, <coughs> the re- replays at the other one. Right. I mean, if I had to pick, obviously as a fan, I would rather see the games at the small stadiums. Um, by the way, my favorite thing about sh- shrimp, well, we have a history, this pot has a history of shrimps because Dan reached out to them a long time Man, ago. It's, this is a great story. I wish Dan was here. But yeah, because I, I won't tell it right. But, you know, they're a team, they're in League One now. They won the League Two playoffs last year. Uh, but they're a team that's like a League Two to like top of the conference, like non-league team. They're like a very small yeah. team. And yeah. uh, he reached out to them. Give me that. I, you, you, 2012-ish, I, maybe like something I, like that. Yeah, I I can do this. So we hold a yeah, uh, annual shrimp boil, um, and my wife uh, makes T-shirts for them. She designs them, um, spends a ton of time with custom ink. This and is a, a shrimp boil that attracts how many people? Fifty, hundred, at the most, at the most, right? So, um, and we maybe maybe fifty of them you know, purchase shirts. Uh, and so this was the third annual. So this was 2012, maybe, I think. Uh, and, and we were looking for shrimp logos to use. And my wife found um, just a random shrimp logo and put it on our crest, our the front of our shirt. And Custom Meat came back and said, this, this logo is copyrighted by some, some team in England, some soccer team in England. Um, and at the time, we were like, more, more Camby? More, more, more Camb? How do you say their name? Um, Dan, being the CEO that he is, reaches out to, I don't even know, the CEO, the team owner, I don't, the <laughs> social media, the social director. The left midfielder. Uh, of, yeah, maybe. Um, of Morecambe Shrimp. And says, you know, here's what we do. Uh, we do this annually. You know, we're going to use it in a T-shirt. We'll we'll be respectful of the of the um, of the of the shield. You know, we're we're big fans. Um, and the guy writes back and says, uh, "That's amazing. Um, sounds like a great time." Here are some high-resolution images of our crest that you can use on your T-shirt. Uh, so from that day, we have been uh, Morecambe Shrimp fans. Um, we ride for the shrimp. Uh, it was hard for me. I was I was very torn, torn this morning. Um, that's why I didn't get up to watch the game. Um, I just checked the score. Um, but yeah, we, you know we're shrimp till we die for sure. For sure. To give you another sense of the size of the club, uh, record attendance at their uh, at their stadium was set this year because League One, like I was saying, is a big step up for them uh, with five thousand. So, 
it's it's a very small place. Uh, yeah. The other thing I love about the shrimp playing in the FA Cup and playing against Spurs in the FA Cup is that we always talk about like the the cliche terms to use for this weekend are giant killings when a, yep. a small club beats a big big club, and then yep. the small club is referred to as minnows. Right. And like shrimps, it's like even smaller than minnows. It's yeah, exactly. It's just like <laughs> perfect. Like oh, the, the the minnows this week are called the shrimps. No, really. Yeah, like, it's beautiful. It's it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Place. It's the it's on the tin, as they yeah. say. It yeah, is on the exactly. tin. Um. Well, all right. So magic of the FA Cup. Uh, that game, unfortunately, the magic ran out after halftime. Well, really after the seventieth minute, I think. Um. Spurs win three one. Make a couple subs. The they just they're deeper. Um, FA Cup you can make five subs, so we were able to essentially switch our entire team. Um, and Harry Kane comes on and scores. Yeah, that's you know, like so as, unfair. As the well, I mean, as the shrimp goalkeeper, like, are you you walk away from that and you're like, Harry Kane scored on me. Like, he yeah, might be, I think so. I think you're like pretty pretty like cool. I mean, I remember I played basketball in Montana, and there was a kid. I can't remember his name now. Um, but at the time, like, this guy was good. He was probably the best basketball player in Montana. Ended up going to the University of Montana, playing Division One basketball for the, for the Grizz. Um, he dunked on me. He dunked on me. Like, dunked on me. Um, and I remember that. And I was like, yeah, hey, I tried to defend him and he dunked on me. But what are you going to do? Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's still something that I yeah. talk about. I mean, I think, I think there's got to be some of that. And, and obviously, Harry Kane is a bigger deal than some jabroni from Montana who yeah, played D1. Right. Uh, right. But there's also the part where these guys from Morgan are professionals, right? Like, yeah. It, he cares, that goalie cares more about soccer than you ever cared about basketball. That's true. So, that's true. Yeah, he's probably not thrilled that they uh, gave away a lead late. Um, yeah. But I think in the balance of it, this will be a day that they all look back on fondly. They did not For expect sure. to win. They did not win. But they're going to have great memories of it. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the game of the weekend. Um, Barnsley 5, Barrow 4. This game was absolutely insane. This is the game that you, when you think of FA Cup, you want you don't want to watch Spurs shrimp like that's a fun one. I'm I'm tuning you in. Only want to watch it if shrimp win. I only want to watch it if shrimp win, and I only really want to watch it if it's at Morecambe Stadium. Like that's yeah. really what I'm interested in. This game was at Spurs, so yeah. uh, I'm looking for teams that I don't really recognize. I'm looking for teams that I just want to see play. And we got, we got great kits. There's like Joma. It might be Joma versus, I don't know, maybe another Joma. But we had a, like a weird blue ombre to white kit, I think, in Barrow. Uh, Barnsley in red. Um, just I have no idea where these, these teams are from. Sloppy game. There was a red card. Uh, there's no VAR, so there's multiple like questionable tackles in the box. Referee's not calling it. Definite handball in the, at the end of the game that should have been called as a penalty. 
that Barrow would have, you know, would have been awarded. Um, this game ends five to four. There were nine goals in this game. Barrow played a man down for 50 minutes. There was a red card in the 40th minute. Uh, and at the time, I believe they were down 1-0. And it was like every time Barnsley scored, Barrow scored. Barnsley scores, Barrow scores. It was it was 2-2, it was 2-1, or 2-0, 2-1, 2-2, 3-2, 3-3, 4-4. It, it was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Uh, it was such a fun game. Um, goes to extra time. Barnsley up and up a man um, ends up walking away with the uh, 5-4 winner. Um, but this game was just absolutely, absolutely bonkers. Colin, did you catch any of this game? I mean, <clears throat> I don't have anything specifically to say about this game other than, like, that is the best of soccer, basically. Like, the purest best game we can we can all hope to watch when you're going to any soccer game is that game. I mean the the best soccer game does not involve necessarily like the best passing or whatever. It's a back and forth affair, whatever that means. How right. whether that ends three three or five four, like I don't really care. I mean five four I'll probably take it better. But uh it, it's back and forth between the teams. It's it's novel to you because you don't know the teams and all that shit. But like it's right. the the stri- the stripping away the VAR and the expectations of this team versus that team. Spurs should be playing like this. I'm surprised that the tactics weren't like this from Pep or like right. whatever all kind of over analysis that happens with, and we're all guilty of. Everyone who watches soccer is guilty of. But you, when you get it with like, <coughs> excuse me, like fresh eyes, because you don't watch this league or you don't watch these teams, I think, and that kind of just like allows you to just, just enjoy the soccer kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think that's like a really great experience, and one that, like, quite frankly, you just don't get that often. Like a lot of times, you, I, especially now in my uh, parenthood, have some kind of weird hour I'm up at and I'm watching like some USL or something like that. And I'm, I'm hoping to see that game. Cause I don't know whether Tulsa should be winning this game or right. <laughs> Kalamazoo. Right. But like, but I'm hoping to see that game and you know, you just never do. Right. Like you see that one out of 50 times. And so when you do get it, it's, it is super fun. It's super. Fun. I think, I think Barrow were, were the minnows in this case. So they were, you know, they were coming into uh, Barnsley and expected to, to, to lose. And, uh, just, it was just so, it was so fun. Um, I think there, one of the goals was, uh, Barrow scored a goal that was just a top shelf, uh, free kick goal. Just great, great goal. Well struck. Like this guy will never hit a ball as well in his life. And I, there might be, I think I saw on Instagram today that there was uh, a video, um, and you don't know what this game is from, but there's a video of the goal from the stands, and you can hear, the only reason why I recognize this goal is because I watched the game, so I knew what it, where it came from, um, but you can hear fans who are probably parents and cousins and uncles and aunts of players. That's the level that we're talking about here. Um, 
a fan, they're videoing from the stands, and a fan goes, this guy thinks he's fucking Ronaldo. Yeah, the way yeah. He's lining up for the, and just smashes the, just smashes it. And so as he's like, this guy thinks he's fucking Ronaldo, and then he, as he hits it, the ball's halfway there, and you can hear the guy go, oh, get in. And it just, <laughs> it just smashes, top, upper 90, just such a, it, it is a, it's a lifetime goal for that guy. Yeah. Um, in the FA Cup, right? So awesome. That's that's the thing, right? So every every March, you know, we look forward to uh, March Madness and the NCAA tournament, and that's what I kind of liken, especially yeah. this round. This weekend, this weekend is the first the, round of the of the NCAAs. That's, that's yeah, same, it's Thursday, like Friday it, of the NCAAs. Hundred percent, hundred percent, right? So you get those stories, and you get to kind of look up, like where the fuck is Barnsley? Where is Barrow? You know. Where's Morecambe? What what what's the fan base of Morecambe? So it's such a fun fun tournament. Um, I like it. I particularly like the extra time too, and just like get these games these games done. But um, you know, it's the magic of the FA Cup. Mike said I got swept up in the magic. I did get swept up this weekend. It was yeah, it was I definitely. Great. I, I love. I, I love. I, was able it. To watch I intentionally more. get swept up. Mike yeah. and I have gone to one of these games this weekend, a third-round FA Cup game. We got swept up in it. We were there. We went to like Blackburn, Bristol City. Like you know, we we were in, in the med. There was a time when Mike had romance in his in his in his bag. I mean, maybe he's, he's left that. You know, he doesn't have that anymore. But there was there was maybe a time not. when he, he could do it. He's he's got to get on the pod and defend himself here. Yeah. So all right, so that's that's the magic of the FA Cup. Um, what else do you want to talk about, Colin? We got we got Roma Juve in a thriller, a four three thriller. It was no Barnsley Barrow, but uh, did you catch any of this? Uh, I caught some highlights. McKenney was very good. That's the only thing. I mean, just to put a U.S. Men's National Team spin on it. I think generally speaking, U.S. Men's National Team players had a pretty good weekend. Uh, probably McKenney had the best performance. So, it's just so, I mean, it's just one of the things where it's cool. Like it's just cool. If you look back five years ago at being a men's national team fan to now, there was an right. amazing thriller in Serie A between two of the top clubs, and an American had a big role in it. That's I not mean, even like you know, and it, it's it's not our it's not our number one a best player either. It's what just was a, it? just another American having a big role in a in a big battle in a big league? Cool. He's it's fucking he's, great. He's. Pretty close to one of our best players, but I know, but he's not yeah. like the, oh, the, one of our players won the Champions League last year. It's yeah. not him. Yeah, yeah. That's ho hum at this point, right? Like we're <laughs> let's go win a World Cup. Let's qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's the hard thing. Yeah. So I this was a, a stat that was thrown onto the text thread right before we got on. Um, Mourinho at at Roma is managing at Roma. He has more losses in his. Five last in the last five years, um, than he had in his first ten years managing. What? That's right. That's correct. The, that's me the here. correct stat. That's the right stat. Okay. Um, is this a Mourinho problem or is this a Mourinho choosing the right teams problem? Um, I'll say it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of mm-hmm. both. The two are connected. He doesn't have as much okay. choice. I mean, yeah. one is that he came through and had some of those seasons at Porto where he was in a league he could dominate easier. Right. He he will never take another job at, I mean, he could go take the job at like Ajax and and lose very few games, but like, he's not going to do that. Um, 
But uh, the other is he's washed. Yeah, I mean, he's not as good as he was. He was and there was a time when he was the best manager in the world, and now he's not top 20. So, so when, when do we change his name to the special, from, from the special one to just the normal one, the washed one? Yeah. I mean, and that, and that's where he is to me right now. Like, I think he's, I'm not saying he's incompetent or whatever, but he just gets put, he puts himself in positions where he, the expectations are outsized and, uh, you know, uh, He's he's not better or worse, I think, than um, Nuno Espirito, whatever his name. Uh, yeah. You know, Nuno. I, I don't think necessarily Mourinho is better or worse than that guy, but you better believe Spurs fans were, like, expectations for one than the other are, are worlds apart, right? Just because well, of who they he, are and the way they get the guy carries themselves. That's, I mean, the expectations are there too, but he also sets those expectations, right? right? Yeah, so yeah, he knows. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Right. It's not, he's not yeah. innocent in that. Um, so, yeah, I think that if he keeps getting jobs at those places, which he's kind of not, because Roma, to be fair, though it's Rome and it's a club with some money, yeah. they're, not this, they're not successful. Right. They're, they don't win they're leagues. They're not winning, right. They absolutely right. do not win the league in Syria. So... That's very much that's, like a, a Spurs of Syria, right? So yeah, he now has, and that's that's the expectation that he sets when he goes to any yeah is that any we're win the league now club right yeah well we're gonna win trophies yeah exactly so right. um, he's not getting the jobs at the top top places anymore which is right makes sense um, how many times does he have to fail at uh, you know the Spurs Roma level places until they don't want him either. I don't know. I think he's still got a few failures left in him. Uh, and he can, you know, I, I don't think he's way below that level. Like, I think he yeah. can find what jobs at that level where he does fine. So, um, but that is going to mean he's definitely going to rack up more losses if you're taking jobs at Roma or Spurs or whatever. All right. This pod has spent... Way too much time talking about Mourinho. Let's move on. Um, African Cup of Nations kicked off this week. Um, thoughts on that? I know a lot of teams in the Premier League will be missing a lot of their stars. I think uh, Samuel Eto came out this week, maybe, and had a quote about um, how an African nation team should win the World Cup um, at some point, how he doesn't see why they shouldn't, um, why an African nation team shouldn't win a World Cup um, at some point, given the talent. Um, are you going to be able to catch any of these games, Colin? Are you watching? Um, are you paying attention to this? What do you got? Uh, who do you like? Who do I like? I mean, I, honestly, I'm not paying attention to... Uh, I mean, so, Samuel Eto, I... He's a former African player. I'm all I'm behind him. <laughs> like he's, but he's the president of the FA in Cameroon. I think they yeah. got a great squad. Uh, I'm not paying attention to which team wins. I don't know enough. I don't follow enough. I definitely love seeing great goals coming out of that tournament. Uh, you're gonna get those. Um, my interest is in the fact that there are. I can't remember. Oh, I wish I had the stat in front of me. It's bad podcasting. I don't have the stat in front of me, but there's something like. <laughs> 85 clubs, let's say, 
that have more than one player at African Cup of Nations. And it's like 50 of them are from Europe, 30 of them are from uh, Africa, and then, you know, there's a smattering from the rest of the world. It's like two from Saudi Arabia, one from somewhere else, and one is the Philadelphia Union. We have Jamiro Montero <laughs> and Olivier Mbiaso are both there. So I'm obviously interested in how those guys get on. I think uh, that's one. And then there's another guy from the Sounders, whose name I can't remember right now, um, who's playing really well, I think playing for Cameroon. And so I think that there's a little bit of uh, talk that he's going to get a big money move off that, the back of that. So that could be another... Um, you know, we've seen Americans recently move from MLS to Europe for big money, but this could be a, an African guy with that development uh, pipeline, right? So that's good for the league, basically, is what I'm saying. It's good for MLS to have guys over there. Um, it's, a big, it's a big tournament. It's one that I don't have the bandwidth to follow or know what teams are, are right now playing well. Um, but there's a lot of big Premier League players, and, you know, yeah. it's, it's, there's a lot of great soccer there. So I certainly will be watching the highlights. Yep. I, I also will be searching out the highlights. And if I have time, maybe throwing on a game here and there. So Yeah, I mean, um, you'll throw on a game and hope it's 5-4. And, and, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, last thing on the run order here, uh, Pepe had his debut, um, played against young Chris Richards. Um, the future is bright. For yep. for the U.S. men's national team, like is that is that all we can say here? Um, anything else to say in in Pepe's debut other than that, you know, we're deep. Um, we're like we're like Tottenham playing Spurs in an FA Cup match with five subs. We can just bring on whoever we want. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I Our think that's great. Stri- yeah, yeah. I think that's great. I think we are deep. I think that is something. Uh, I think both of these guys have bright futures with the U.S. Men's National Team. I'm probably less on the Pepe hype train than some people right now. I, you know, I'm not convinced by him that he's – I still think there's, there's still a big chance that he's the next Josh Sargent, which, whatever. Not a big Whoa. deal. Whoa. I mean, it, it's a big chance. Listen, <laughs> I'm not – I – he rose fast. It oh, was yeah. a – the, the flash in that pan was very hot. Yeah. It was very bright. I agree with you. Uh, the, we will see. We, we will see. see. There's, still, there's yeah. also a chance that he's the next whatever you want. Uh, right. Clint Dempsey. I don't know. Whatever. Sure. So uh, I just think it, we got to, we got to, we will see a little bit on him. But uh, nothing in his debut to make you think that he's not going to be good or something. Uh, I think for me, the thing that this made me think that I hadn't thought before was, oh, shit, both these guys are FC Dallas Academy guys, which also Weston McKinney is one. Um, And I think Brian Reynolds, too, who would have been playing against Weston McKinney if he had, uh, you know, made made it at Roma, but he has not. Um, I can't remember where he is moving to. I think Belgium. Um, But FC Dallas just really impressively cranking out these prospects. They are so shit in MLS, like as a club. (laughs) They are so bad. But now they're getting money from Pepe, whereas those other guys they didn't get money from because they were just academy guys who moved. They didn't play for the first team. So now 
is FC Dallas going to change and get good? Are they going to spend the money in a good way and get good? And if so, will that really change anything in MLS, like how MLS views player development or player transfers? You know, it's because it's definitely changing. You know, it, the, mm-hmm. there's more of an emphasis there, and that's great. And I think it's, I think clearly it's helping uh, the sport in the, you know, develop these players for the for the national team. Um, yeah. But like, will this be a watershed moment? The Pepe transfer legitimize this pathway in some way or something like that? That was the first of many kind of feeling. I don't know. I don't know if it will be, but um, it's just kind of crazy to me that how how that does not line up with success, right? Like, right uh, on the field right now in MLS. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, maybe we need to bring a Mourinho into MLS. So. Yeah. You want some special results. All right. That's all I got. Uh, make sure that you shovel your neighbor's walk yep, regardless of time. <laughs> that's all I got. Even if you've potted for too long tonight, make sure you get that. <laughs> get the shovel. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff.